Philippine security forces raised their alert following the arrest of Abu Sayyaf leader Abdul Jihad Idang Susukan. The military says it's ready to repel any retaliatory attack. Russia's coronavirus vaccine will be available here in the Philippines by November or early December. That's according to the firm behind the vaccine. And a new survey shows most Filipinos believe their quality of life worsened over the last 12 months. Good afternoon, I'm Ron Cruz. Dateline Philippines begins right now. The Philippine military is ready to repel retaliatory attacks by the Abu Sayyaf after the arrest of the terror group's leader, Andul Jihad Idang Susukan. Susukan faces at least 30 warrants of arrest for murder, kidnapping and other crimes. Napakahalaga na nahuli natin na nakahulog na ito sa kamay ng butas at inaasahan man natin na itong mga tauhan niya ay uh, madidemoralize ano sapagkat itong kanilang leader ay nasa na, nahuli na nga natin kasama ito sa mga ini-expect natin na every time na mayroong nahuhuli silang leader of course it uh, resorts to demoralization sa kanilang hanay uh, subalit hindi rin naman yun nangangahulugan na hindi rin sila nagbabalak ng pagganti subalit handa tayo na harapin kung anuman ang uh, kanilang gagawin Susukan went to Davao City this week for medical treatment. Moro National Liberation Front founding chairman Nurmi Swari facilitated the terror leader's surrender to authorities Thursday. Susukan will be turned over to the Philippine Armed Forces Chief of Staff, General Gilbert Gapay, anytime today. The camp of slain National Democratic Front peace consultant Randa Lichanis claims he was a victim of an extrajudicial killing. But police in Quezon City have a different version of the circumstances surrounding Lichanis' death. An initial investigation of the Quezon City Police reveals there was no forced entry in the apartment unit where Anakpawi's chairperson, Randall Echanis, was killed. They are looking at several scenarios that may have triggered the killing of Echanis and his neighbor, Louis Tagapia. Sino ba ang una na pinasok? Ba't nakapasok? Una, scenario dyan, ba't nakapasok sa loob ng bahay na wala namang pursahan? Maaring may itinatanong sa kanya kaya siya nakatali. May mga gustong mahalaman na ano dito sa nakatali, may itinatanong. Si Tagapia, maaring may naririnig siyang ingay doon. Parang tinignan niya, kaya naman bukas yung pinto niya. Kasi kung titignan mo, walang sinirang pinto dito sa lalaway. But the Anakpawis Partilist Group asserts there was forced entry and they have pictures to prove it. The QCPD urges the group to submit the pictures as they continue their investigation. The camp of Echanis believes he was indeed the target of the killers. Kung ang sinufloat nila ay parang mga related sa drugs at pinatay ito ng mga... Ano ba to Gang-gang lang. Eh, theory nila yon. Pero from our point of view, uh, gusto din namin magkaroon ng mas fair, mas impartial na investigation. At hindi yung mukhang iwa-whitewash. This is an extrajudicial killing. And uh, under the existing uh, guidelines and orders of uh, the government, extrajudicial killing should be handled by the DOJ through the Department of Justice. The Philippine National Police denies allegations security forces were behind Echanis' death. The PNP welcomes any complaint that will be filed against cops. Authorities call on all witnesses to talk to them and help them solve the case.
Russia's COVID-19 vaccine will be available in the Philippines by November or early December. That's if everything goes according to plan. Kirill Dmitriev, the head of the Russian Direct Investment Fund, the firm behind the COVID-19 vaccine, says clinical trials in the Philippines will involve 500 to 1,000 Filipinos and may begin soon. Dmitriev assures Filipinos the vaccine is safe. The data shows that 100% of the people in clinical trial phase one and two developed very strong immunity. There were no significant side effects. We can show very mathematically, very scientifically, the specific major increase in the most efficient antibodies that make coronavirus, uh, you know, attack coronavirus and do not let the infection to grow in the human body. Time will show that it's safe. Time will show that it's working well. And again, our regulatory body, our health ministry would not have approved it because it's their careers on the line. You know, bureaucrats do not approve things that are risky for them. Dmitriev adds they are already talking with local firms to partner with in distributing the COVID-19 vaccine in the Philippines. We are in discussion with several Filipino companies and we are even thinking about some production in Philippines, maybe not right away because you need to have a good fermenting capacity for this to happen. But of course, we are talking to several Filipino partners who have great companies. Dmitriev also thanks President Duterte for offering to be the first Filipino to test the vaccine. The Philippines and Russia plan to conduct simultaneous phase three trials of Moscow's vaccine by October. That's according to Duterte spokesperson Harry Roque. He adds Russia will shoulder the cost of the clinical trial. Sa Setiembre, magkakaroon ng review ng vaccine expert panel ng resulta ng clinical trials phase one and phase two na ginawa po sa Russia. Mula Oktubre naman po hanggang Marso ng susunod na taon ay magkakaroon ng clinical trial phase 3. Simultaneous po yan sa Russia at sa Pilipinas. Sabay po itong gagawin. Roque also insists President Duterte is sincere when he said he is willing to take Russia's COVID-19 vaccine despite concerns over its safety. Duterte has volunteered to test out the vaccine himself, but Malacanang said the presidential security group will decide whether it can be administered to the president. It's not a metaphorical uh, statement. He's willing to undergo it. The May 1 is when the PSG may allow him, pag natapos na po lahat ng mga tests na kinakailang gawin dito sa Gamalea uh, vaccine. Although ang sinasabi ko nga, baka meron pang ibang mauna kasi marami na pong nasa third uh, phase of clinical trials at matagal na po silang nasa third phase. No? So there's a possibility na mas uh, mauna pa yung iba. The total number of COVID-19 infections in the Philippines rose to more than 147,000 after the government confirmed over 4,000 new cases Thursday. More than half of the new cases came from Metro Manila. The rest are from the provinces of Laguna, Rizal, Cavite and Cebu. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Verheri attributes a spike in cases to community transmission. But she also said that other factors like returning overseas Filipinos locally stranded individuals and expanded testing capacity are pushing the numbers up. There are now close to 75,000 active cases or those still infected with the disease. Over 1,400 more patients recovered from the disease while 23 additional fatalities were recorded. 
President Duterte is expected to announce new quarantine classifications for the country on August 17th. That's a day before the modified enhanced community quarantine in Metro Manila and nearby provinces is set to lapse. Secretary Harry Roque also hinted at a possible shift to a looser lockdown in Metro Manila if certain conditions are met. Kasi pag na-inaugurate na yung 250-bed capacity, mababago na po yung critical care capacity ng Metro Manila. Uh, ang aking prediction po, wag, um, wag lang lumala yung uh, case doubling time, mag-improve pa sana na konti. Baka mayroon pang possibility na mag-MGCQ na dahil napakalaki na ng critical care capacity ng Metro Manila. Magkakaroon ng tremendous improvement pagdating po sa critical care capacity. The Philippines has formed an Agriculture Technical Committee to study the possibility of banning chicken from Brazil. This is after the Shenzhen city government in China said a sample of frozen chicken wings imported from Brazil has tested positive for COVID-19. Authorities are now tracing related products from the unnamed brand. The Brazilian Association of Animal Protein is also looking into the incident. Brazil has the second highest number of coronavirus cases in the world. But the World Health Organization earlier said it is highly unlikely that people can contract COVID-19 from food or food packaging. Classes in the Philippines will still open on August 24th despite calls to delay them as COVID-19 cases continue to pile up. Education Secretary Leonor Briones says there will be no face-to-face -face classes. The department will instead make use of blended learning. Tinitesting namin yung blending, uh, blended education kung ito ay oobra ba at nakikita natin na ito ay oobra maski walang face-to-face -face at this time. Ang mga teachers naman ay nag-undergo ng upskilling. Ang mga bata naman uh, hinahanda na natin. Ang target talaga is August 24. Lahat sabay-sabay. Education Undersecretary Diosdado San Antonio Minuas says more than half of students prefer printed self-learning modules. He adds the Education Department will use the first week to orient students on blended learning through TV and radio. About um, one-fourth to uh, one-third uh, indicated that they can do uh, online distance learning. And uh, TV and radio um, initially like was the choice of about 10 to 15 percent, but the, the choices are changing. The intent is really to make use of TV and video uh, and radio lessons as not only a standalone uh, distance learning delivery um, offering for our learners, but also uh, to supplement. Uh, like if you have um, textbooks with you, that have been mapped against our most essential learning competencies. Or if you have the self-learning modules, printed version. And if you want to um, further like reinforce your understanding of the concepts, you will be uh, given access to the TV or radio programs as well. We will always uh, make sure that the research component is made part of the initiatives, even at this time. COVID-19 time. And uh, while we understand people um, would perceive that the distance learning delivery modality uh, may be less effective, that's the perception. But uh, I've been reading the literature and it even shows that um, uh, it would really depend on how we are effective in motivating the children to engage themselves in the lessons. 
U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden is calling for a nationwide mask mandate. He cites the predictions of experts. It could save 40,000 lives over the next three months. Public health and economic experts have briefed Biden and his running mate, California Senator Kamala Harris, on the coronavirus pandemic. Every single American should be wearing a mask when they're outside for the next three months at a minimum. Every governor should mandate, every governor should mandate mandatory mask wearing. It's not about your rights, it's about your responsibilities as an American. Protect your fellow citizens. Step up. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. But U.S. President Trump hits Biden for his alleged lack of respect for Americans. Trump also accuses Biden of politicizing the pandemic. We did not need to bring the full weight of the federal government down on law-abiding Americans to accomplish this goal. Americans must have their freedoms, and I trust the American people and their governors very much. I trust the American people and the governors want to do the right thing to make the smart decisions. And uh, Joe doesn't. Joe doesn't. Joe doesn't know too much. COVID-19 has killed more than 166,000 Americans and plunged the global economy into its worst recession since World War II. The UK has removed France and the Netherlands from its list of safe destinations to travel after a spike in coronavirus cases in the two nations. Britain's Transport Secretary Grant Shapps notes the French government has reported a 66% increase in the number of positive tests in the past week. Schatz says holidaymakers have until 4 a.m. on Saturday to return to the U.K. before a mandatory two-week quarantine period is imposed on travelers who have visited either country. We're saying to people you can stay and finish your holiday, but you have to be aware you will have to uh, quarantine after that, and that is mandatory, I'm afraid, because we do need to protect uh, the lower rates we've managed to establish in this country. Uh, and that does apply UK-wide, so all four parts of the United Kingdom, Scotland, uh, Northern Ireland, Wales and England, uh, all moving on this uh, together uh, this evening. In sports now, Novak Djokovic confirms he will play at the U.S. Open, ending speculation about his presence at the first Grand Slam tournament since the coronavirus restart. The men's top seed made the announcement on social media, saying it was not an easy decision. But he said the prospect of competing again made him excited about the upcoming tournament. The U.S. Open will be held behind closed doors starting August 31st. Some big names in the sport have already declared they won't join this year's tournament due to COVID-19 fears. Among them, four-time champion Rafael Nadal and women's world number one Ashley Barty. In basketball, reigning NBA MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo suspended for one game after headbutting Washington Wizards center Moritz Wagner. The Milwaukee Bucks star was ejected after the incident in the second quarter. Antetokounmpo has already apologized for the incident, explaining he lost his cool after being fouled several times. He added he has nothing against Wagner, who just happened to be at the receiving end of his frustrations during the match. 
The Greek freak will serve the suspension in the Bucks' next game against the Memphis Grizzlies. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ron Cruz. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with the news channel.